Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. So how was your week? I saw that you went to Vegas. Did you have fun? Um, I had fun. It was a good time. I'm happy to be home. I think that's my good idea of the week is just being home and getting back into the swing of things. Like getting my life in order, pretty much. I'm excited for that. And like being back home with Willow. Vegas is fun. It's a good time, but it's crazy. I bet. (laughs) We went there and there's a lot going on. So it's definitely good to be home. That's good. I saw that you guys had a blizzard there today. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's supposed to be like negative 14 tonight. Um, Oh, no. Yeah, so my not-so-good idea is driving around this rental car for, like, the third week. (laughs) Um, I'm still waiting on my car to get a call on my car, which I haven't yet. So today it started – there's pretty much a blizzard outside, and I'm coming down the mountain, and someone hits my rental car. (laughs) They slid on the ice and went straight into the back of the rental car. I feel like this is just, this is my luck. It really is. I was in the kitchen cooking and Brie calls me and she's like, I'm going to be a little late to recording today. Um, Someone hit my rental car. And I was like, what? <laughs> I've, I really have never heard of that. Never heard of it. <laughs> It's just been a rough, rough week. It's been rough. How was your week? It was pretty good. Um, my good idea was we went to go see the new um, Twilight movie, but everyone is <laughs> calling it the new Batman movie. I don't really know why, but yeah. I went and saw the new Twilight and we went... It was like 9.40 and I didn't know it was a three-hour movie. So we didn't get out of there till 1 a.m. But it just really, you know, honed in on the fact that I am going to be always Team Edward. And (laughs) he kept calling himself Vengeance. And I don't know why, because his name is Edward. I was like, you're so funny. It was really funny in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> Literally team Edwards for life. It was so good. Yeah, it looked really good. I want to see it so bad. You have to go see. I think we're going to go see it again when we're a little bit more awake. Because I feel like it would have been really good if I didn't close my eyes for just a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit. I closed them for like two seconds, but I opened them again. But I think <laughs> if I watch it again, um, I'll get more clarity on the movie. Yeah. I was about to see it in Vegas. I was going to force my whole family to go see it. That's how bad I wanted to see the new Twilight. <laughs> um, but no one no one was down for the three-hour movie on vacation. So It's probably because they were Team Jacob. So Prop, you know, it, Yeah, that tracks. Makes sense. <laughs> oh, probably. But yeah, that was my good idea. Definitely want to go see it again. Um, my not so good idea of the week is just kind of like a general idea, um, but it's procrastination. And I feel like we're in this like weird transitional time of like winter into spring. And I, f- that's when I start realizing how much I've procrastinated a lot of things. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I really need to work out for one, two, need to start eating healthier. Three, I need to read all the 10 books that I have piled up upstairs number four probably need to go on some more walks with my dogs um number five I need to start waking up earlier I think I come out of my seasonal depression like this every year um but I did yeah Mm -hmm. the procrastination is not good I feel the same way that's why I'm like I'm back home getting back on track Mm -hmm. it's time to start working out I did read a whole book like while I was on vacation. So I'm getting back on my reading game. I'm like seven books in for the year. So I need to get back at it. That's good. That's Mm -hmm. better than me. (laughs) You can do it. I feel like it's really, um, it's like soothing. It helps my anxiety to just read. It does. And like when you read, I don't know, I read, um, fictional books so I feel like my mind is always like in the character's world all day so you know like you said it helps distract from your own anxiety and then I can't wait to get home like get into bed and see what they're doing (laughs) exactly it's like an escape exactly it's a good distraction from reality and gas prices so I need to get back into that yeah let's just not think about reality and everything (laughs) we've got to deal with right now (laughs) so today we want to do something fun Bree do you want to elaborate on what our topic is yeah so we've been hearing a lot of people doing um some game called smash or pass where they talk about things that are trending in the world and they say Either they like it or they don't like it. Smash or pass. And we're going to kind of mix it up a little with interior design trends that we're seeing. And we're going to say if they're a not so good idea or a good idea. So all of our trends are from Vogue magazine. Um, They're the 2022 design trends. We're going to go rapid fire too. So hold on tight. (laughs) Okay, so the first trend on our list is shades of brown. What do you think, Lenny? This is a great idea. Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> good idea, great idea. 
I'm definitely into this trend in terms of interiors, fashion, um, it's definitely bringing a lot of warmth into the space and I'm here for it. What about you? Yeah, I really love it. I love, I've been seeing a lot of like checker print with brown or like color mm -hmm. blocking with brown. And I love that. I feel like it's giving me a lot of deep and rich vibes, you know? It is. It's very sophisticated. It is. Yeah. Without being too tacky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, everyone loves their neutrals. So this kind of just elevates it. I agree. I think it looks great. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Melts in your mouth. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the next is nature inspired surfaces and objects. Also a very good idea. This I love this. This is a this. good idea. Yeah. I feel like this is huge right now. And I hope it doesn't stop. I think like this is what we talked about in the organic house. And I think it could be elevated so much more. And so if we keep this trend going, I think it could be extravagant. <laughs> yes. We have a guest coming on the podcast and everything they make is all natural inspired um, objects and furniture pieces. And it's really interesting. So I think this is a huge trend right now. Next is sculptural and curved furniture. I think these mm. are all going to be good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, I'll say I think this could be a not so good idea. Oh, do tell. I Well, of course, I love curved objects, mm -hmm. but I think I'm just hoping it's not overdone. That's true. You have to have a little bit of a contrast. Exactly. All of this. So I can see where it can be overdone a little bit. I'm seeing it like a lot, almost everywhere. So let's just hope it doesn't, you know, get too trendy. Mm, yeah, guys. Okay, never mind. Don't buy any curved <laughs> furniture so we can keep it on the DL. Keep so it on we the can DL. Keep using it. <laughs> okay, the next is Venetian plaster and lime wash. I'm only going to say not so good idea because, because I do a lot of renovation projects and this is so hard to renovate when it's on a wall. And I want to keep like, you know, obviously the architectural integrity of a space and I want to keep like the beautiful elements, mm -hmm. but sometimes the project doesn't call for that. They probably have like a totally different aesthetic that they're trying to go for and the venetian plaster doesn't go with it so this sometimes sometimes poses a problem oh i agree with you actually this came up in one of our projects the client really wanted it but you know there's a right way to do venetian plaster and it has to be done like very it's very intricate um, there's a lot that goes into making it look the way it does mm. and they didn't want to pay the price and got <laughs> someone else to do it. And it looked, it turned out really bad. So I feel like you can't cut corners with this. I've been seeing a lot of DIY Venetian plasters and I just, I cannot get behind that. And I'll say that's a not a, not so good idea, but it does work in some spaces. I agree. If it's going to be a space, like say, you know, residential space where that is your style and you love it and you're willing to pay for someone to do it really well, then a hundred percent go for it. But yeah, if it's going to turn out in a not so good way, I would advise <laughs> against it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
The next one is elevated outdoor furniture. This is obviously a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I This is a strange trend to me because, well, we always do residential houses and we only offer high-end furniture. So if you don't get outdoor furniture that's good quality, it's not going to last. That's true. Well, yeah, and it can be good quality, but sometimes the design is not my favorite i feel like it can be made very well but also like in especially in the commercial world it's very repetitive the design styles for outdoor furniture there is one company that i will shout out that i've seen which is bernhardt that does it really 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 well um they could be indoor outdoor pieces and we've tried to use those pieces for projects but they're extremely expensive expensive however i mean they're they're doing a pretty good job but other than that we can't necessarily use a lot of outdoor furniture for commercial projects because they're not commercially rated so i feel like i'm all about this trend if they can elevate commercial outdoor furniture i'm about this trend too and i think people well at least for us People want fabrics that are going to last really long. So I see a lot of people using outdoor fabrics Mm -hmm. indoors. So I think that's kind of smart. You know, sometimes if you've got a lot of pets that climb all over your furniture, sometimes I recommend outdoor fabric. That's definitely a good hack. I agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Next is... Tactile textiles and textures. Well, this is a tongue twister. Ooh, tongue twister. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Great idea. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of the plain solid fabrics that I see all the time. Um, I feel like, especially as designers, we're very tactile people. So obviously we're going to think this is a good idea. I love texture. (laughs) I need it in my life. (laughs) It definitely elevates a space more than one would think. I I know it. I mean, you can do it with right here. They're showing like you can do it with glazing ceramic bases or you can do it with shag rugs. You can do it with upholstery. I mean, it doesn't just have to be, you know, on your sofa. It can be on every single object. As long as you do it right, it can't be too crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that we've interviewed, um, like Alfie's Fuzzy Friends, you know, that's a great example of something very textural um, Mm -hmm. that I love. You know, that you don't want a flat space. So, right. It's a good idea. Okay. So, dual purpose rooms. Hmm. I think this is a not so good idea. This is interesting. I feel like I need to know what the space is, but for the most part, I would say not so good idea too. I feel like because, you know, when I lived in an apartment, my office was in my bedroom and I understand like it was COVID times and everyone had to work from home. But what that taught me is that I can't relax and work in the same exact space. Like when it was time to go to bed, we're all in one little tiny space and you go out mm-hmm. of the kitchen, you know, you'd make your dinner, you'd sit in the living room, maybe watch TV and then you go to bed and you see your computer sitting there. It just reminds you of the work you have to do the next morning. 
Oh and God. I I hated that. I definitely don't like the idea of dual purpose rooms. I don't like using my dining table to work. Like that's where I eat and I relax and I spend time with my husband. You know, I don't want my couch to be where I work. Like I will sit at my desk and work. That is the only space I will work. <laughs> wow. See, I need to be more like you. I it's, get I, <laughs> really like I'll sit at my desk for a few weeks and then I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I need a change of scenery and I'll move around the house. I can't. I have to sit <laughs> at my desk. I can't do it. But I'm also, I mean, I think it, it's like, it depends on your personality. Like I'm not the type that will do well working in a coffee shop because there's people walking mm-hmm. around, like there's a lot of commotion going on, but some people thrive in that kind of environment doing work, but I need to be in like my designated spot to do work. <laughs> oh yeah, Lenny and I would try to go to coffee shops all the time in college. <laughs> we got zero work done, zero. <laughs> no, I'm I- telling you, I can't do it. <laughs> I agree with you though. I like, I don't like the idea of having my desk in my bedroom or, you know, that's just mm-hmm. not, it's not the vibe. No. I don't like it. I ha- it has to be separated. So when we we were in that tiny little apartment, and we finally got a two bedroom. The second bedroom was our office, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, now this is good. This is working." <laughs> mm-hmm. But okay, not so good yeah. idea. We'll just no. stick stick to that. High tech homes. Hmm. This is tricky. I would be a hypocrite if I said it was a not so good idea because I obviously have like a security system and uh, that what they picture right here in this article, a Dyson purifier. (laughs) You have that? (laughs) But that's the extent of it. I don't have, you know, the Alexa turn off the lights and Alexa flush the toilet and Alexa do my laundry. Um, But you do have Alexa. I she's not plugged in i she i don't like alexa okay she's listening (laughs) all the time i don't need anyone listening to my business (laughs) yeah i think i've seen too many of those movies Mm -hmm. you know where the (laughs) your Mm -hmm. smart house takes over yep (laughs) i have dreams about that or like the the doggy camera (laughs) oh yeah or like the I always had nightmares about the baby monitor and we were afraid because some people say they like hear things on it and mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, we never had one. So yeah, no, I will never. I'll, the only thing I'll have is the little radio my parents had a <laughs> 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 little walkie talkie up to my ear. And if I'm crying, they can hear it on their walkie talkie. <laughs> that's the extent I will go yeah I think there's like a boundary otherwise it's not so good idea to be too high tech agreed vintage and sustainable accents Mm -hmm. good idea idea. (laughs) love me some vintage I know we've talked about this too already so If you guys want to know what we think about vintage, you can listen to some of our previous episodes. But I think in terms of sustainability, vintage is the way to go in terms of like uniqueness and pieces. Again, vintage is Mm -hmm. the way to go. 
Yeah, being authentic. It's mm-hmm. important to have vintage. Um, you know, you don't want every everything in your house to be like everyone else's, and vintage is the way to avoid that. So exactly. Yep, it's a good idea. And you're helping prevent waste. Yes, that's the end of our TED talk. leather furniture and upholstery i mean yeah it's a good idea (laughs) you know what i will play devil's advocate and say not so good idea oh (laughs) i think if you're doing it sustainably then it's a good idea Mm, okay yeah all right we do okay i i'm kind of a hypocrite because we do it a lot mountains everyone wants leather like everything and cowhide but i always feel a little guilty using it i do too i think a lot of people do but in some senses it is necessary Mm -hmm. like i agree that it's beautiful in a home but i think there's a good sustainable way to do it you can even take old cowhide rugs and upholster seating with it so that's a way to be sustainable about it i suppose (laughs) yeah we do that but they're never old we need to get some old ones yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) okay next one is a more modern grand millennial yeah good idea i feel like this goes into the vintage though like i feel like it's I like it if it's vintage, but if it's like recreated vintage, then I don't necessarily know how I feel about it, which is what they're talking about, which is a more modern grand millennial. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think it's a yes or no. Sometimes the original of something is just so good. It doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be recreated, you know, so, but I guess it's good to think of new ideas based off of old ones too. So, yeah. That's true. That's like Lulu, our first guest, when, you know, some of her pieces are bringing fringe back in a more modern way. So I think in that way, it's done really well. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Up and coming artwork. Well, we're kind of all about that. I mean. Yeah, we do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like just because you're not a well-known artist doesn't mean you're not a good artist. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Good idea. Good, Good idea. idea. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. Travel inspired interiors. If this is a place you travel often and it's true to your aesthetic, then it's a good idea. But if you just went to Paris and you're like, oh my God, everything here is so cute. I want to do it for a little bit and then get rid of it, then no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say this can be a really not so good idea. Um, I agree. So I feel like people travel up here to the mountains and then they buy, they decided to buy, like they'll decide to buy a place up here and they're inspired by cowboys and elks everywhere, deer heads and hunting (laughs) and antlers, all of that. And they create this like whole world up here in the mountains. And I get it if you you want to come here for that experience. So that's why you bought it. But it's also a little silly and not the most practical for your (laughs) space, I would say. Like it's not 
somewhere I personally would want to live every day and look at that. Right. I Yeah, I, I agree with that. I feel like it happens in a lot of places where, you know, um, either they're inspired by the mountains or the ocean and that tends to be the <laughs> vibe. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like, again, if it's something, you know, like a design style, like that you really love that that country has inspired you to like bring into your home or into your space and I'm all for it. But if it's just something that you thought was pretty and you just want to put in your house, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. No cultural appropriation. I was going to say it, but I didn't know if I should have. <laughs> okay. The next one is mixing materials and design styles. Hmm. Yeah. Good yeah. idea. Good. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. It kind of brings in a little bit of, you know, modern eclectic style. And I think that's how you achieve and eclectic styles if you mix design styles and i'm i'm for it yeah i like it i agree and i feel like it's always important to be mixing your materials and mixing your colors you know okay mm-hmm. mm-hmm. bold patterns and colors i think that this can be a good idea yes and it could also be a not so good idea I agree. (laughs) It could be done very well, depending if you know your color theory. (laughs) Yep. If you're not colorblind. And it could also be done not so well if you're just really just piling it all in there. Um, I don't think you want this type of space to be overwhelming. I think you want it to be intentional with the colors and patterns you use. Like, you know, yellow looks really good with black and white patterns. I think you have to know kind of the basics of what colors look really good Mm -hmm. with patterns and the types of patterns that you use. But yeah, I love patterns. I'm like all about bold wallpapers I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm always looking for a really unique wallpaper so I think there's a good way to do it definitely and it doesn't have to be loud like colors doesn't always mean loud it just means not you know black or white (laughs) yeah open floor plans I feel like based off of conversations we've had I'm starting to think it's a not so good idea Maybe if you asked me like four years ago, I would have said it was a good idea, but I'm changing my mind. <laughs> I think it's it's tricky. For me, I like the idea because I have a family. It works better for me personally because I like being able to see Willow while I'm cooking, you know, that mm. kind of thing. Um, and I like the idea of like the organic house where you can see into every room but they are right. kind of separated at the same time. So I think, yeah, I still like it. I think it just depends. Yeah, I think it depends on which rooms you choose to blend together, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't necessarily think the office should be in the living room, <laughs> for example. Like, if you have a wall separating it, great. A partition, great. But if it's like 
your desk is right next to like the couch no (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i agree no i don't want that either (laughs) but yeah i i think it's good it it, like i said it just depends which spaces blend together Mm mm-hmm but yeah, I, I mean, also, like, I mean, it kind of goes into a one level type of house. Like, I've always loved one level homes where kind of everything like is a ranched style. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like that idea. I don't like stairs. Um, I don't like that much separation where there's two different floors. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I like everything being on one floor, but I do like rooms separating them if that makes any sense that makes sense okay boucle well (laughs) i think it's a good idea because i use it like every day (laughs) i love it i i think it's a good idea too and i think it's if you use it sparingly on the design it comes out really well but when it's you know overdone sometimes it gets a little overwhelming but for the most part i like it I think it's a good idea. I think it's it's very trendy right now. And it's always been um, – it's a classic, like Boucle's classic. And just mm-hmm. at the moment, it's like in – it's trending again. So I think it will come out of that trending and still be classic, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's point. a staple now, I think. Yeah, I feel like it's – yeah, it's always been, but people – lately have been going a little crazy with the boucle <laughs> they have i mean i went to high point market last year and every showroom i went into there was boucle and i was getting a little bit sick of it but it's only because it's in you know such a condensed space where you're seeing all this furniture and everything is boucle and you're just like yeah. okay that's enough <laughs> yeah. but everyone wants to show that they can do it so i understand it all white everything everything no (laughs) i really think this is a not so good idea i agree i agree you need some color you need some texture you need some patterns especially if you're gonna have white walls you need to have a little zhuzh (laughs) yeah even if it's just neutral like Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be all white everything (laughs) I agree. It gets very sterile and very cold. And especially, I mean, I can see it in like a corporate space, even though I don't like it in a corporate space, but I can see how, you know, keeps you on task. But in a residential space where you're trying to relax, it gives me a lot of anxiety. (laughs) Because it's like, oh, it's all white. I can't get anything dirty. I can't live in this space. (laughs) Yeah, this kind of reminds me of the trend like the 2000s trend where everything was like stainless steel and chrome. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like very metal. And yes. it was so cold and I hate that style, but some people really love it. So, yeah. I mean, hey, this is our personal opinion, guys. Yeah, just ours. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. Yeah, take it or leave it. <laughs> okay, non-functional decorative objects i.e. colored candles it depends i think i i've grown to think this is a not so good idea for the most part mm-hmm. i think it's good to have like accessories at the end you know like fun accessories in your home but like 
you know those candles i don't know i just feel like the candle trend it's it's come and gone and mm-hmm. these things are just yeah it's I mean, not intentional like candle tapers with you know standard candles they can be twisty or whatever if you're lighting them for dinner then yeah it's functional it's creating an ambiance but if it's just sitting there <laughs> just for decoration purposes and it's collecting dust i mean it could be a fire hazard if it's a candle mm-hmm. <laughs> true so in that sense it's not necessarily functional i get like the aesthetic purposes and i feel like a lot of design has now turned into like an Instagrammable moment where a lot of people are getting pieces just for pictures and for the aesthetic. And I get that. I mean, I, I've fallen into that. I have too. One too many times, but as you know, I'm starting to run out of money because of inflation. (laughs) I can't buy those pieces anymore and I don't want them. (laughs) So (laughs) Yeah, I've just come to a point where I don't, I really just don't want them. I feel like it's yeah. cluttery, cluttering it your is. space. Yeah, it is. It's too much, too much. No bueno. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next. <laughs> Boxy sofas. That's I've seen it all the time. I don't hate it. <laughs> I like a little, you know, dimension in sofas, but at the same time, if it fits in the space to be boxy, then we can keep it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. A comfortable sofa is a good sofa, in my opinion. Yep. So if you like it a little bit more firm, then go for the boxy. But mm-hmm. I like it like a cloud. I don't want to get up out of the sofa. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> but some people like firm sofas, so. Yeah. Mm. I think there's a good way to do a boxy sofa. I've had the, I've had an Ikea uh, sofa that was extremely uncomfortable, boxy, um, Mm -hmm. bad quality. (laughs) Don't recommend that, but I do. It's better than a futon. I mean, I had to sit on a futon for two years. I had a futon too, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I went futon, Wayfair, then like a cloud type of couch. Mm -hmm. Love the cloud. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Well, I think we've gone through every single trend on Vogue's website. (laughs) Let us know which ones you loved, which ones you hated. (laughs) We'll definitely be posting some pictures to give some context to this episode. Um, As always, please let us know what you want to hear next and follow us on Instagram at notsogood.ideas. And as always, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.